Hi, and welcome to the new Feminine Revolution podcast. This is a space for women who want to live with deep self-love, personal responsibility, and purpose. I am your host, Carolina Zuleta, and I'm an expert in helping women create extraordinary lives. I'm excited to have you join us. Hi, and welcome to episode 23 of the New Feminine Revolution podcast. I am so grateful and so happy to be with all of you here. Today, I have Silvana Favaretto as my guest. Silvana is the founder of The Tool Project, a retail clothing company featuring tool skirts. Through The Tool Project, Silvana is doing more than designing and selling fabulous skirts. She is creating a movement for women to reclaim and find strength in their femininity. Her tool skirts are a vehicle for women to reconnect with their playful inner girl and powerful womanhood. They are also a statement that symbolizes that women don't have to act like men to command respect. Silvana has an incredible life journey. She's a woman that has done her work. So I think that when I was editing this interview, there are so many nuggets of wisdom that I ask you to pay close attention. I need to ask that you forgive me because the sound quality of this interview is not the best, but I edited it trying to make it sound as good as possible for all of you. Also, at the end of the interview, I have two invitations for you that I think you would really appreciate. So stay until the end, and I hope to hear from you soon. Here is Silvana. Hey, Silvana. Welcome to the New Feminine Revolution podcast. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm very good, too. Thank you so much for making the time uh, to be with us today. I'm very excited to have you in the podcast. Thanks for having me. So I want to start like sharing with everyone that you and I met in this workshop or this course, if we can say it, a while, some years ago where we were both working on our personal development. And one of the things that I so appreciate about you is that you've done the work. You've done the work to get to know yourself, to stand for who you are. And, and I feel that's made you a, a more powerful leader, a more feminine woman, uh, and, and to be very bold. So I would love if you could share with us, like, how did this journey of yours of personal healing or however you want to call it started? You know, it started about 10 years ago and I met this woman who I don't remember. She told me that the first time we went through lunch together, I met her a couple of times before that. I told her that I was meant to meet her and I don't remember saying that, but that makes a lot of sense. She's still in my life 10 years later. She's a coach, a mentor, a friend, sometimes a mom. And I, you know, I appreciate her so much. And she's the one that brought me into some of the personal growth work that I've been doing. And I've done the work for almost 10 years now. And I really took on to like really get to know myself when I started, I saw, my, I saw myself as broken. I thought I needed to be fixed and I needed to learn all these things because I didn't want it to be myself anymore because being myself wasn't working. It was really painful. But with the work that I started doing, I started really like starting to love myself and really dig deeper. And I really took that on like hardcore and to really learn who I am, 
what I like, why I act this way, how do I feel, and why do I feel that way. Um, I really want to change my life. It really, seriously did change my life. And I'm sure there are so many lessons from 10 years. I mean, I, if, if someone was going to ask me the question I'm going to ask you, I would be like, oh, my God, I don't know. But what would you say have become like your biggest lessons, those things that you keep going back to that have really positively impacted you and your life? So the, the work that I've done that we've met, it was a lot about looking back on how you grew up and how you were raised and see how that still affects your life today. So I was really, really able to dig deeper on myself and recognize that this pain that I'm having today with this person that I just met maybe two months ago has a lot to do with the pain when I was a child where this situation happened and I didn't get resolved. And I realized that every time I have a really strong feeling about something, it's probably something deeper inside myself, not just the thing that's happening in the moment. So I'm able to recognize and have better relationships that way because I don't project so much on people. And I don't, there is this thing that we call about uh, called projection that you, you know really well. And you might be able to explain this better, but the projection is when you're like feeling something, you're, you're projecting an other person. Either you're projecting parts of yourself that you're not willing to own or you project someone else um, which it's actually called transference. Like you transfer a feeling from a parent or someone in their past to the person in front of you today, like 10, 20, 30 years later or more. So, so that's huge and we all do it without knowing. So it, to give an example, it could be like, um, I'll, I'll share a very personal example. A, a couple months ago, I was at a conference and this lady stood up to and spoke and to speak and share about her mission. And I felt triggered and triggered for me means like I felt small. I felt maybe jealous, you know, like of this woman because I thought she was so beautiful and powerful. And, and because I've done the same work that Sylvana's talking about, I was thinking like, okay, this has nothing to do with the woman. It has all to do with me. And, and what is it that's going on inside of me that I'm projecting on her that she's like, They're, you know, making me upset, but yeah, it has nothing you to do with you. don't know this woman, right? Exactly. Yes. So, yeah, you so just saw her like 30 seconds in. Yeah. And it and awaken and in part of the work that we've done, like what I did was I went to meet, meet her, right? Instead of being like, oh, and then I want everyone that listen that is listening to think about that, like people that in your life like make you jealous or upset or really disturb you. Like if you get closer to them and you get to know them then like you'll see either what is the part of you that you were projecting and then you'll see that they're human beings like you and me and everyone else. So um, you were you were saying that that's a big part of what you've learned, like how your childhood has impacted your life, impacts your life right now. Yeah. And what, and what did that do for you? Like what is, what was the impact of understanding that? Oh my God, so huge. And the fact that, you know, like I think I created an embassy with people before or thought about something that it wasn't about 
the person who is about myself. And I'm so much more clear how I feel in the communication with the people in my life today, where when someone does something that I have, just like you said, I, I have that trigger, then I can just look down inside myself and think, is this really about this person or is it really about me? And most of the time, it's more, more about me than the person. And sometimes it's about the person too, but like most of the time it's about me mm-hmm. and the person didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. And the more I learned that, the more I recognize it when I do, when people do it, like when people do it as well, I also recognize it. This woman that I have no idea why she's upset with me. She's upset about something that I did. I don't believe I did anything wrong. I'm pretty positive I didn't do anything wrong. So she created this case around, never called or answered my, my phone texts, never call or text me back. And we are in this weird situation where I have no idea what I did for her. And she's upset about something with me, but she's also not trying to talk to me. But I have some type of appreciation for her and understanding that she doesn't know what we know. And... You probably create this story in her head, and instead of just talking to me about it, she just went on and make her assumptions. And I have not done anything to, you know, any to hurt her in any way. At least that I think it was uh, on purpose. It was definitely never on purpose. And I love her. I think she's amazing and she's talented. And I have no idea what could it be that I've done? Mm-hmm. And, and I know that I recognize how like in the past, I've done so many of this. Mm-hmm. I've fought and, and stopped relationships because they did something that hurt me. And I was 150% sure it was all on purpose to hurt me. Mm-hmm. And I just thought people were out to get me before. And now I think everybody's in their own journey and everybody's like trying to do their best. So definitely helped me that I have better relationships. I have better relationship with men. I have better relationships at work because now, because in the office, it's just so many personalities and I can navigate that so much easier now than I, I, um, I did in the past. I love that. And, and from here, from, from what I know you, Silvana, it's like absolutely what you're saying, like owning yourself, the relationships, but what that, like for me, the experience I have of you is that I get to know you as who you are. And, and that, for example, which I want to talk about next, the tool project, right, is, is it's, very, it's a very bold project yeah. that I think comes from you owning who you are and being yourself. So maybe yeah. this is the, the perfect segue to, to yeah. talk about the tool project and, and how it all started. So this is the one part that I don't talk about actually with the tool project when I share about it. Uh, and the part is that I've been doing uh, personal growth work for many years and I've been working on myself and I still felt so like tie on a box feeling like I have to say and do and be whoever other people wanted me to be. And then 
the people were giving me feedback felt like a demand. The, the, the guy that I was dating felt like he was being so like sexist about a bunch of stuff. And I just felt like, okay, I've been doing this work for a long time to be myself, to learn about myself. It doesn't make sense for me to like stay in my house, what everybody's thinking, what if I'm right, I'm wearing the right outfit, if I'm saying the right thing, if I'm doing what everybody wants me to do, like this is crazy. So I decided to do a project where I would just completely break through my experience and be like, I would do, say, and wear whatever I want. And I will stop worrying about other people's opinions. And, and I started a tool project where I wore twiskirts every day for a hundred days. And wearing twiskirts is something that's very like calls attention to you. Of course. Not everybody, every, all the girls are wearing like jeans and a t-shirts and heels or like a nice dress or I don't know, sweatpants or whatever, whatever you're wearing, it's okay. And you're fitting in. The toy skirts didn't quite fit in because it's like a new thing. And to be wearing that during the day and every day is literally something that um, changed my life because people start seeing me in a more positive light and I start seeing me myself more in a positive light. So, so how, why tool skirts? Why did you decide to wear tool skirts for a hundred days? So I wanted to do the hundred days. I wanted to do something that was fun. And I was walking down the streets in Chicago. I saw two little girls wearing tutus and I want, and I love tutus. Um, and I told my girlfriend, why can't I wear tutus every day? Like little girls can because little girls wear tutus everywhere. It's so cute. <laughs> and, and my girlfriend said, why can't you? Why not? And mm. that I apply that to so many things in my life. Why not? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was like, why not? Why not? 20 years from now, would I regret about doing this or not? You know, I think I will regret not doing it more than I will regret doing it. So, uh, and then I just found some beautiful um, tui skirts online. And um, I, I bought a couple and it was so gorgeous. The problem with tui skirts, they're just like $300 for a wedding, mm-hmm. you know? And I wanted to um, not pay that much because I was doing 100 <laughs> every day. So I bought a lot of like from eBay... And there are a lot of, of them that I just like did not wear because they look beautiful in the picture. When you get them, they look really awful. <laughs> and I, I was like, I can't wear this. So, but I just wanted to be more in contact with my little girl. I wanted mm-hmm. to be in touch with myself. And I felt like the twisters would be the perfect way because when I was five, I did and say and wore whatever I wanted. Ask my mom. (laughs) You would tell you. Mm -hmm. And and I want to, you know, get in touch with that little girl. And I think a lot of women should need to get in touch with that five-year-old 
selves where they actually are um, connected and with the really genuine self before they realize they have like a society and their families mm -hmm. and man to tell them what to do and what to say and what to wear and what how to be mm -hmm. so so you're like okay i'm wearing tool skirts and that is bold right like you said you're calling attention to yourself It's not every day that we see a grown-up woman wearing tool skirts, you know, on the train, walking down the street. Yeah. So tell us a little bit, like, in those 100 days, how was your journey? Like, the first day you went out wearing a tool skirt, what was going through your mind? That's a great question. Okay, first of all, I had that thought, and I loved it. Immediately texted one of my friends, and I said, I have the best idea ever. And I texted her. She called me like a couple hours later and I said, don't worry about it. It's so stupid. It's like, <laughs> so stupid. I'm not going to do it. She's like, just tell me. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, I have this idea of wearing two skirts for a hundred days, whatever. He's like, what? Oh my God, this is so you. You have to do it. <laughs> Rachel. Her name is Rachel. Mm -hmm. I love her. She just so supported me without her telling me, do it. Mm -hmm. um, and then I talked to a couple other women and they were like, I think this amazing idea. I was going to, you know, I think you should do it. And, and that's what I did. But the first time, the first day I, I decided that. So here's the thing. I decided that I was going to do it like next year, next summer. And it was the end of summer. And And I was like, I'll just wait a year. I start buying. And, and every time you put a goal like too far, you're never going to do it. Mm -hmm. And then that day that I decided that I went on a bus ride. It was so hot that I was just like, oh my God, if I wear two skirts in this hot day, I'm going to die. I should do it in the fall. <laughs> it's actually way more, um, it's actually way more, um, it's actually not warm at all. It's very refreshing wearing a twist skirt mm. versus wearing jeans mm -hmm. uh, or any, anything else. I actually, it's very airy and, and it's very, very fun. But, but I'm glad that I had that thought because I was like, I'm going to do in the fall. And the fall was, was going to start in two weeks. Mm -hmm. So I'm, like, I'm just going to do it. So I did that. And if you scroll down to the first picture that I did on my Instagram is this picture of me wearing a really tanned two skirt. There's only a couple layers. It's short. It's very cute, but like very tanned. And I'm Brazilian. <laughs> I'm used to wear like tight clothes. So for me, it felt so big already. And now <laughs> I wear like all these very voluptuous, very <laughs> two skirts. But in the beginning, it was really scary. To be honest, that picture I took I took the picture to post on Instagram, but I was going to a party and I put jeans back on to go to the party because mm -hmm. I didn't have the courage to go to the party with that skirt because I thought it would be too much. And now I'm wearing skirts that are like 12 times bigger <laughs> than that one. So it wasn't easy. It wasn't, it took me a lot of courage in some days took me a lot of courage to get out of there my house because you know like I knew I would be noticed and some days I didn't want to be noticed I want to just hide yes 
I mean, that just thinking about it, I would be, because immediately I would be thinking like, oh, I also, like, people are going to notice me, then I need to wear makeup, how's my hair, but today I'm having my... Oh my God, life. yeah. And then uh, you become so aware of everything that you do, that you wear, your posture. Like, I became nicer to people because I knew I was going to, I was calling attention because sometimes you're like, you know, like when you get into a Uber and I just go there mm-hmm. and you don't talk. Like I started to be nicer because I knew I was going to be seen more <laughs> and I was going to events and people were coming to me versus me trying to talk to them. So I wanted to make sure that the people that want to talk to me got value out of it versus like me. I didn't want to be rude. It was like, who are you? Uh, I don't like that. So I made me a better person. That's so, I, what I love is like, it's a simple concept, wearing a tool skirt. Yeah. But it, all these things that we address in our personal work, like I matter, being seen, um, how I want to connect with other people, how I want to serve other people, we're showing up. So so the first day you were scared, some days you, you also felt like you needed courage to get out of your house. By the time you were in the 90th day, 95th day, what was going on? Um, I just, I, I became this, the tutu girl. I became the tutu <laughs> girl and people would know me for it. And mm-hmm. now it's my thing now. Mm-hmm. And I just was having fun with it. And people expect me to, I would go to events and people would like, look down, like look down what I was wearing for the twist skirt. And it was obviously they would look at my face and look really quickly down and look up. It's just like to check my skirt. And sometimes I would go out without it, and people would. I I actually didn't go out without it for a hundred days. After the hundred days, when I start wearing other stuff, people noticed and was questioning what what where's your twist skirt. So it became a thing. It became so much fun. And women loved uh, seeing it. Men really liked um, <laughs> it. So much fun. Like, I got a, more attention from men. I mean, I don't have problems getting attention from men uh, usually, but I've never got more attention because, like, you look so feminine mm-hmm. and are so attracted to that. And it's it's almost like, you look like a princess, a queen, and it's part of a little bit of a fantasy, you know, like being like you're different, you're unique, and, and men love that. Um, not all of them. The the guy that I was dating really didn't like that, but a lot <laughs> of men do, and it's actually really fun. So for any of you who are trying to picture this you can just go to instagram to the tool project and and you'll see silvana wearing all these beautiful skirts and really what it has become a movement right there's like i love distributed to new york with all the women wearing uh, tool skirts walking down new york streets so this that became was your personal project to to be seen to be bold to be yourself can you yeah. share with us how that's become a movement, how, how it's inspiring so many other people? Uh, that is actually uh, mind-blowing to me. And I still have a hard time talking about it because I can't believe that's like I created a movement. And um, sometimes I 
dumb myself down a, a, a little, but it really has. Um, it is the funniest thing because I spent my entire life trying to please other people and trying to be someone that other people wanted to be. And when I actually am myself and doing whatever I want, then, then that's when I start inspiring people. And then like it, there is a movement behind me. I have a tribe, hashtag tour tribe. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think is that when you give yourself permission to be and say and wear and do whatever you want, you give other women permission to do that. Mm. You know, it's not, it's not, not the people, it's not the people that are telling you what to do that are inspiring you. The people that are inspiring us are the people that are doing whatever they want to do, that they're creating and building their lives in their own terms. And when I started doing that, a lot of women felt inspired because they are so hungry for that too. And I didn't know I could. So now I'm like showing people that you can too. You don't have to wear twist skirts day, every day for 100 days. Although I promise you, your life is going to change if you do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, you can absolutely create your life on your own terms. Mm-hmm. I love that. And, and, and that I would love something you said that I think it's so powerful. When we are ourselves, we give permission to other people to be there themselves. Mm-hmm. Wearing tool skirts or whatever is their thing. Like the thing is, this. Mm-hmm. a lot of people don't realize that they are unique. A lot of people, especially women, they dumb themselves down. They they want to hide. They speak less of themselves. They self-judge so much. And they don't realize that if they let go of that, if we let go of that, because I'm still working on that, we are so much more in touch with ourselves. We're so much more in touch with other people. There's so much more we can get out of life if we just let go of the insecurities and the fears of what other people are going to think or if what I want, I really want is stupid. I guarantee you anything that you want to do right now, this moment, you're going to find people that will get behind you. If you really love and trust in our early into it, you're going to find it. And I think this is like a main thing, part of the success of the tool project. People did not get behind me and join my tribe and learn and start calling this a movement because a tool skirt is an inspiring piece. They started doing that because I was passionate about it and I owned mm-hmm. myself. I owned my difference. I walked in a, an event or a room where nobody's wearing what I was wearing and I owned it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes as women, we judge ourselves so much. I know 100% to anyone that's listening to, to us right now have at least once um, hurt their performance because they worry because they knew were broken 
or the their pants didn't fit well or because they don't have enough makeup or because something that happened that day and because they're judging so much themselves their performance is lower or they don't don't feel as comfortable in this meeting or this party and we just have to let go of that mm-hmm. we have to let go go like wear a, the same shirt three days in a row see how mm-hmm. you feel you are not going to you're going to feel like free because we put ourselves in these boxes we we put so much limiting things in our lives that is so crazy so we need to let go of that yeah on ourselves and our imperfections and be okay with that yeah and silvana the so you you know there's a movement there's people that are getting behind you and i'm curious have you faced some criticism yeah yes i have <laughs> a lot which usually well, means that you're doing something meaningful yeah and i now- mean yeah i expected that um but it it, it hurts <laughs> you know yeah. i um you know the guy that I was dating when i started the project t- told me that he would be embarrassed seeing with me wearing that um quote unquote uh the skirt mm-hmm. and he actually first thing when he saw me wearing that he's like what are you wearing mm-hmm. And um, that was pretty, really hurtful. And it kind of like made me doubt myself a lot throughout the, the project. And, but then later made me like own myself more. So, mm-hmm. um, and then I, I had a couple women too, like being very judgmental of me, um, of how I, how I was portraying myself. Um, I had a woman saying that the reason why I don't have a boyfriend is because all the pictures that I look at the pictures that you just post on Instagram. That's why you don't have a boyfriend. Wow. You're like, yeah, like, ouch. And, and I was how, just like, yeah. friends and I was, I was in a group of friends. We were sharing vulnerable. Every person was sharing something that was like meaningful to them. And uh, or what they're going through. So it was this rare moment where we're in a group of friends and we all like being supportive of each other. And then this one like just snapped at me in a very vulnerable space that I was mm-hmm. sharing about something that I don't usually share with other people. So that hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, and then other, a couple other people too. And, and it hasn't stopped you. So how are you managing? Because I think one of the biggest fears we all have of being seen, especially in this world today with social media that, you know, criticism can be so impersonal and harsh. I know that's one of the things that scares me, right, of putting myself out there. What are you doing to keep going even, with, even though you've been hurt? Great question. Uh, one, I have a powerful network of women. I recommend it to every single woman out there you don't have to be alone. I was so alone when I was a teenager in early adulthood. So I thought I, I never had like a best friend and now I have like 17 best friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just so good. Not that many, but uh, you get the point. Mm-hmm. I have so many amazing women that I can call or text or like literally call and cry and say, this just happened. 
I feel so awful right now, and they will lift me up. Because sometimes you you don't need to count on yourself every single day. Mm-hmm. Yourself up. Like the women in my life are my strength, my strength, my rock, and they lift me up, and I will lift them up when they need to. And it's just very empowering. Um, and another thing is. I really believe what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I know who I am. I know what I'm doing. I know it's important. I know it's inspi- it's inspiring a lot of women out there. And I, lo- I have a lot of really awesome men behind me to supporting my movement. So I don't need to worry about that one person that is criticizing me. And in like both of us now, the people criticizing you it has more to do with them than you, mm-hmm. right? Like, because mm-hmm. someone that has like so many things going for them that they are l- happy with their lives, that they have great people around them, they're not spending time criticizing other people. They're mm-hmm. spending their time lift them up. And if they have a criticism, criticism, it comes off in a loving way versus an attack. So, you know, when someone is criticizing you, you just know that it's more about them than you. Mm-hmm. And then when it hits you really hard, just call your girlfriends. <laughs> yeah. And I think there's, you know, one, the personal work you've done to be able to say, this is who I am, right? And two, I love what you said, we all need our tribe. We all need our sisterhood, Um the people that are going to stand with us in the fire and who are going to hold us and that we don't have to, I love what you said, we don't have to do it alone. We don't have to lift ourselves up all the time. We can rely on people that we love and trust and, and having that tribe is so important. And I'm so grateful with Silvana to be with here today with us today. Silvana, thank you. I love connecting with you and thank hearing you your so story. Thank you so much. All right. Yay. Bye. Bye. Hey, thank you so much for listening to my interview with Silvana. I hope you really liked it. I have two more things I want to share with all of you. The first one is if you are interested in doing your own project for 100 days, a project that can transform your life like it did Silvana's, connect with Silvana at The Tool Project because she's currently hosting a project for 100 days for any woman that wants to be bold. So the idea is that you will choose something that is bold for you and you'll do it for a hundred days and you'll have her community supporting you in achieving that. She challenged me and I decided that I wanted to do something that felt bold for me, but not for a hundred days, just for the May month of May. So you also get to tweak it to what works for you. And what I'm doing this month is I am trying to show up in social media a lot more than usual. I have a lot of stories about, you know, I don't want to bother people. I don't want to be intense. But talking with Silvana, I know it's important because I believe in the message that I'm sharing. And she inspired me to be more visible and and be more out there sharing what I have, my message and my mission. So if you do choose to do that, let me know. I also want to support you. And really, I believe these projects have the potential of transforming your lives in very powerful ways. The second thing is Silvana and I talked a lot about sisterhood, about the importance of having women that support us and carry us through the difficult moments. 
if you are interested in being part of an amazing tribe, I am starting my mastermind in June. And it's for a group of women, very select group of women who want to transform their lives. And I'm going to be right there with all of them, helping them achieve their goals, learn to be more kind to themselves, and really empowering them to create the life that you want. So if you are interested in being part of that community, email me at info at carolinazuleta.com and let's find some time to chat and I'll tell you all about it. All right, that's all. Sending you all my love and talk to you next week. Bye. If you like this episode and want to receive more exclusive content and some personal updates that I only share by email, visit carolinazuleta.com and subscribe to my newsletter. Also, remember I'm on a mission to transform the lives of a million women. So if you like today's episode, please share it with your mom, your sister and girlfriends or any other woman that you consider could benefit from this information. I'm sending you all my love and stay tuned for more life lessons next week. Bye. <music>